Hello and welcome to JNL Stadium Tour Unleashed. This is the Week Nine recap. My name is Lucas. I'm Justin. In this one, we will review our thoughts for Week Nine. That is in the books. All right, and we'll move on. We got the first game then. It's going to be the Thursday night game. Um, we got the Titans Steelers game. Um, this one, I was really excited to see how uh, Lewis would do. Um, didn't really follow up, you know, his first week, probably how he wanted to. I don't think he looked terrible. I think he was forcing a lot of throws at the end um, that kind of led to the interception there. Uh, he should have had a couple of interceptions, in my opinion. Um, but just, just his arm is so much fun to watch. <laughs> He's got such control with his throws and doesn't even matter if his feet are planted like you would think. No, yeah, he, it is crazy to watch that kid play. There were so many of those passes where he was like running backwards and it barely looked like he even threw the ball and it went down like 30 yards and just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the big thing for, I think, that helped the Steelers, they got Hayward back, which clearly helps that defense out a lot. Uh, he is a big enforcer. It slowed down Henry, which he did get a touch on 75 yards, but he wasn't as dominant as he could have been if Hayward was not there. Um. Yeah, Will Levis is definitely a talent that I have have a feeling that's going to have a very bright future if he stays healthy. They have the talent all around them. Um, the Steelers shut down Hopkins to an extent compared to last week. He only had 60 yards, and that was a huge <clears throat> weapon for Levis in that first week. Uh, on the other side, Harris actually played football for once again, <laughs> which is big. Kenny Pickett didn't look good at all. I still am not sold on him. Uh, Dante Johnson got his first touchdown. And what was it like? Whenever Big Ben retired, that was his <laughs> last <laughs> touchdown. So what's that? Yeah. Four years now? Something. Yeah. It was crazy when they when they had said that. I could not believe yeah. it. That's such a crazy stat. Like you've been in the league for that much that longer and you haven't caught a pass. That just shows where the quarterback situation for the Steelers have been. Yeah. It's kinda of one of those things too, like uh the the Steelers got their run game going finally that they hadn't had, but I still, I don't trust Pickett as a quarterback to be able to throw. Even no, if they have a run game there, he's he's still not going to be scary to me. Um, I saw, I think it was uh, Pickens, put one of those tweets or Instagram or something where it was like, free me. I, yeah. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, I I think it's kind of funny when, you know, the star, like wide receiver, 
or player on that team does stuff like that. And it it's not a good look to me on the player either that does it. No, not at all. You're there, you know, do what you're there to do, even though you're not getting the ball. I mean, he had two targets for negative one yard or something like that. Yeah. Like, uh, he must have not been yeah. looking open to Pickett, even though I don't trust Pickett either. But I don't know. Right. Let's just see the run game going, though. Yeah, it's. You would think that would also bring down, like, the locker room and everything around it when players are acting that way. Like, that's the stuff you see in high school. You shouldn't be doing that stuff in the NFL. That's what I expect out of high school people. I don't want to play. I'm just going to sit out or, you know, and uh, I'm going to transfer schools and this and that. That's stuff you don't, I don't know. As a grown adult, in my opinion, you shouldn't be doing that. You should yeah. be setting examples, especially when kids, that's all they look for is their idols and watching <clears throat> the football games and how everything is so internet-based now. They see all that and, oh, well, if the NFL players are doing that, why can't I? Yeah, you see it in every sport at you know high school level. Like, even in the elementary kids, they're are, you know, doing the same type of things, like the celebrating and stuff that we never would have done. Back then, like, watching the kids in hockey, my son plays hockey, and watching them kids constantly celebrating and, like, skating around, celebrating a goal that they've gotten, you know, six goals that game, and they're still going all out on the celebrations. Mm -hmm. It gets kind of a bit much, and if I was parent of one of them, they would not be doing that. <laughs> it's just... No, I agree. The uh, the aspect of that, you know, he's you know still young and at that age where, you know, just out of college, I suppose. I don't yeah. think he's only a couple years out, so... I think that's his second year, yeah. Yeah, he's still young, so I get it, making mistakes. It's just that mentality is is too much, and I wish it would go away. Yeah. You know, ask I for a trade in private. Ask for a trade in the offseason and whatnot. If you don't like it where you are, that's fine. But don't do this for attention. No. I'm, I'm so big on that as well. Um, but on a good note, the Highsmith, he, he took – Someone's place that was injured. I can't remember the name. But, man, that guy was wreaking havoc that whole – pretty much the whole game. But that first half, he was all over Levis. He was in the backfield constantly. And But the only thing that bailed them out was the penalties in the first half. It was just a constant penalties for the Steelers' defense. The holds, the pass interference. It was just everything that could come – to keep the the Titans going, but they could not capitalize when it came down the stretch in the fourth quarter. But there was just so many penalties. Highsmith was just all over the place. He was fun to watch on the good side of the things. Yeah, that's pretty much what I have on this game on the good notes. The game, it was... It was a back and forth game, but 
I was expecting more of a high field offense with the Titans, and it just didn't come through because Steelers' defense played very well. Yeah, I think a lot of it, too. They took his first read away, which is to Hopkins for the most part, and he was struggling after the first read, in my opinion, and once he got pressure on him, he was just forcing the throws or trying to make a play by going deep when they didn't need to. Um, he had a couple times there, he had people open, you know, 10, 15 yards down the field and was taking the deep shot. And I yeah. get that, but you also want to keep your drive moving. And that was on, one of them was on like third and eight. And they would have had an easy first down because the guy was wide open, like five yards, the closest defender, and that's an easy completion at that range. But that'll come with time. I, yeah. My big thing. He made What's that? I said you could see that he was making rookie mistakes in those high-pressured situations where, like you said, he had those openings, but he was trying to make that big play instead of the sure thing. Yeah, and that'll come with time. He'll Once he gets settled in, it'll be fine. It's just a matter of – I'm sure he was on edge after that first week and then being down here trying to come back and – it happens. You, you see it. I just hope that he settles down. He's got good arm and good pocket presence typically. So we'll, we'll see you next week. Yep. I don't have much else there. Not like you do. Okay. Nope. So we'll move on then. We got the Sunday morning game. Uh, it's going to be the Dolphins Chiefs. I believe that was in Germany. Yeah. Uh, Frankfurt. Frank, Frankfurt. Yeah. The Frankfurt Stadium. On this one, it didn't go how I expected it to. I figured it was going to be more of a high-scoring game. I didn't really trust either of the defenses to stop either team. <laughs> um, this Chiefs defense, though, it slowed down the pass game for the Dolphins. Um, the running game was there for them. It's just that pass game got slowed down. Tyreek and Waddle didn't get what they have been. Normally, so I think that was the the big difference to the slow start. Um, it was a fun game. I I think if they played again, I think it would be a high scoring game. Still, we'll see. <laughs> sure, it'll be a matchup in the playoffs. Yeah, definitely was not what I was expected, especially with. Travis Kelsey only getting three catches, 14 yards. This def- The Miami defense is what pretty much kept this game in check because the Dolphins' offense just looked very sloppy, in my opinion. They didn't look like the well-oiled machine they have been pl- playing. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people are saying they're frauds because they haven't – every team they've beat – uh, has under a 500 record, but you're only nine games in. There's not a lot of teams that have winning records right now. 
So it's really hard to judge that off of that. I don't think they're frauds. I think their offense is so good. They're going to be getting a chain or a ton or however you want to say it. I remember you telling me, but now I can't remember. Uh, He's coming back soon. And I think that's going to help this offense again. Uh, Waddle got hurt. He was hobbled pretty much the whole entire game. So that affected him a lot. Um, yeah, it, but again, here's another game. The first big game that you could tell that penalties were going certain ways that they shouldn't have been going. And I was not loving it. Um, but Isaiah Pacheco, that kid runs hard. Like every time he runs the ball, you think he's trying to like dig his feet into the ground like four feet and she's running so hard i'm like man he's putting everything into it i love watching him play he is it's just fun knowing that he's putting that much effort into every single play that he does because you don't see it constant especially for these young players they usually just have their skills you know make them through the game and only play when they want to play and this guy's just giving it all out constantly and I absolutely love watching him play. It'd be nice if that line was a little bit better mm-hmm. so he wouldn't have to deal with quite so much when he's rushing. Um, but he's fun to watch. I agree. He's a, I got him on my fantasy team, actually. Yeah. It's a good pick up. Done more, but... <laughs> right. Not really anyone did spectacular this game the only one really was Moser but that's not even a big game for him even for well, this year yeah and I mean a lot of times you know you'd be alright with even Tyreek's stats fantasy wise just as an off day but this is far worse than an off day for him <laughs> like that's yeah. like 180 yards out of him it was crazy Yeah, absolutely insane. And another crazy thing about this game, there was no turnovers at all. No fumbles, no interceptions, nothing. So it was a clean game. So you'd think the game would have been, oh, never mind, there was a fumble loss. Never mind. Can I add a random? Man, I was reading the wrong thing. I was reading the wrong thing. (laughs) Wrong game. My phone just dropped and I cracked the screen, so it's amazing. Oh, no. Awesome. Here, I'm spewing out lies and stuff like that, and <laughs> yeah, you're cracking your phone. <laughs> fumble off for each team. The, I think the one was uh, yeah, a fumble punt. Um, and then the other one, I can't remember. No, it was that Tyreek Hill one where he got tackled once he caught it, which I don't think should have been the fumble. And they the one. took it to the house. Maybe it was last week with the punt. Yeah, and then against Denver. Yeah, and then Patrick Mahomes lost one. Okay. So. Yeah, my bad. I was looking at the wrong notes. <laughs> no, that's all good. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a whole lot for this one. I just I expected it to be a little bit higher scoring. You got to wonder if you know the travel over there. Yeah, that's a big one. Just the, the timing and stuff. Airplane that long. I don't know. 
Love to see. I think that was the first game there, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they played there, so we'll see. You got anything else for that one? No, I'm good on that one. All right, so we'll move on. Uh, we got the next game. It's going to be the Vikings-Falcons game. And this one, I will let you go ahead and start. I did not expect the Vikings to win this game. We'll start with that. I'm going to admit it. I thought we were going to get spanked. But both our quarterbacks, Jaron Hall looked really, really good. And he made a rookie mistake and did not slide like he should have. And got a concussion and was out the rest of the game. And then Joshua Dobbs comes in. Looked absolutely atrocious. Got a safety on him. Fumbled the ball a couple times. And then once he started picking up, it was... The rest was history. He just was lights out. He was able to move. This is, like... I want Kirk Cousins back. I hate saying it. But... The way Josh Dobbs plays for the offensive line that we have, even though certain positions on our team are ranked, like, in the top three, I think our left (laughs) tackle and our right tackle are top three in both of them, I think. And then we have one more. We have, supposing if you look at those FPFFs or whatever it is, our offensive line is ranked really high, but... It doesn't look like it because we get sacked all the time. And our run offense is not very good. But when Josh Dobbs actually settled in, which is crazy because he didn't take any snaps during practice, no reps with the first team, didn't even know half the team names. (laughs) And you see the stuff on the sidelines. He was, like, going over the cadence before he went in with the whole entire line. That was the first time he actually had any reps with the offensive lineman and came down, won the game for us, looked really good. He could scramble, which is big for our offense. Um, But he also made some throws that were very scary for me because he was throwing them into double, triple coverage and our wide receiver and tight ends were just getting laid out in the thin air just getting smoked because those throws were into two, in my opinion, two tight of pockets. And that's why KJ Osborne got hurt. Um, stuff like that. But he looked really good. Falcons wise, they looked really good too. Um, but they did not use Bijan Robinson in the right way, in my opinion. There was, I think it was the first quarter, they were down on, like, the two-yard line, and it was 8-3. to And they ran it once with Algier, and then they did two other plays with their tight ends that did not work. Daniel Hunter saved it, and they had to kick the field goal or whatever. And why wouldn't you just run the ball up the middle three times with your running back? Like... I was so confused on what they were doing. But, yeah, really good game. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do against the Saints. I think the last thing I have to say is Jordan Addison. 
on the last drive had a really, really nice catch to keep the drive going. And Cam Akers had a block on the first down at the, towards the end of the game, but then he got injured, tore his Achilles. Now he's out for the year. These injuries are just getting ridiculous because none of them have been contacted injuries. <laughs> They're all pretty much, oh, just crazy how many injuries that are going along in the league, and they're all season-ending injuries. Yeah. It's pretty much as soon as somebody has a non-contact injury, you know it's season-ending. It's unfortunate. It's just always a knee or Achilles. But, yeah, so I can't remember what. Oh, um, I think all of Football World is wondering why they're not using Robinson (laughs) the way that they should be. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't get touches in the goal line, it seems. He gets limited touches elsewhere as well. Um, in my opinion, him and Pitts should be, you know, a high priority to get the ball to. And Robinson first in my thought, just because I don't really trust Pitts yet. I, I still feel he is kind of lazy on his route running. I feel like he doesn't try to help the quarterback when a breakdown happens. Um, so it's kind of, kind of tough to reward that, but, um, yeah, I agree. Uh, Falcons played well. Uh, Minnesota played well. They're having a tough string of luck here for quarterback position. Um, hopefully Dobbs is okay. I think they're, are going to be okay. Not any, you know, thing happening to him with that string of luck, um, or bad luck, I guess. Didn't they say Mullins is coming back, so he's going to be elevated now, or they have somebody in? I, I thought he was still hurt or sick. Well, I hope so, because Cam Akers was our third-string quarterback, and he's out for the year, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I think I had saw someplace that he should be coming back now. Otherwise, you got to wonder who they're going to you know, go after for now, again, the backup position here. I was I was excited to see how Jaron Hall was going to play. He started out pretty good, in my opinion. Um, once the injury happened, I honestly didn't think it was that big of a hit to where he would get his head to bounce off the ground. But after the replay, you could see it happen, and... Yeah, you safe than sorry. Have it checked out. Uh, I think Dobbs, <laughs> you had kind of said when he stepped in, it didn't look good at first. Uh, once once he got settled in, and he was able to move, I think this team needs that that mobile aspect to to help that offensive line. And I, I have been saying that for a couple of years to you, off and on, you know that they should have a mobile mm-hmm. quarterback. I don't mind Cousins. I think he's got a lot of talent there. It's just he cannot really move very well, and that's why so many sacks happen. Um, I don't think Dobbs is going to be, you know, the savior by any means, but we'll see what happens for the team. I still think there's better options that were out there. But he made plays, 
pull out the win, and that's what matters. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so it says the this was the eighth. So today, Tanner Morgan went to the practice squad. So I don't know if that's their option that they're doing because I don't see anything about Mullins anywhere. And then Justin Jefferson is off the IR as well. Yep, I saw that he was. From what I understand, he won't be playing this week, though. No, it didn't sound that way when I was looking. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we are recording again on Wednesday. Uh, we have been trying to do it Tuesday, but so we got a little bit more information than we normally would have. But. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, I yeah. No, I I like the mobility that he adds. I just I don't know. At this yeah, point, they, this team is so up in there. They have no option really to look at, you know, the top prospects or quarterbacks next year because they're no, in no position really to to get the first pick. And trading up is going to cost a lot. It, you got to imagine that Cousins will be back there. Yeah, more than likely. Which, I'm just curious, like, when we get J.J. back and if Joshua Dobbs stays as our starter, which is very possible, especially if this concussion is bad for Hall, that what he's going to do with the full-strength Vikings offense. Yeah. Because him moving and Justin Jefferson being Justin Jefferson, I wonder how that's going to affect the game that he's able to play, especially with the stretch of games that the Vikings have, they're all winnable, even with Dobbs as a quarterback. So I'm curious to see what that happens, how that works. Yeah. And I mean, he's not a terrible quarterback and he's very smart. So if he can, I mean, well, he stepped in with no practice, no play format at all with the Vikings and, you know, put up 158 yards with two touchdowns. You wouldn't expect that being traded just what, right. three days earlier, three days earlier or whatever. Yeah, he only had like two, three days. Yeah, and then he also ran for 66 yards in the touchdown and looked really good for not being able to have anything <laughs> with the starting offense. Yeah. So I was going to mention, too, um, for the Titans game, um, well, not the game, oh, yeah. but the team in general. It sounds like Tannehill was cleared to come back, but they're sticking with Levis, which is the right move. Oh, yeah, that's a big right move. I can't see them going away from Tannehill. I mean, Levis, get rid of Tannehill is what I meant to say. but Yeah, it was just one of those things, like, I heard it, and I'm like, oh, of course. Like, we already had been wanting this, but I was going to mention it, and I forgot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't have much else there either. We'll move on. we got the Bears and Saints game. And this one, um, you know, Bajent had a pretty rough outing. He had uh, four total turnovers. He had a lot of pressure on him. And uh, Kemet, though, it seemed like he was pretty much – his main target um, between him and Mooney. Foreman wasn't too bad, but the Saints ended up winning. I think, you know, 
they are the better roster. I figured this this team or this game could have gone either direction, but um, with the score, but it shouldn't have been this close, in my opinion. No, I agree. Uh, I thought the Saints were going to blow him out. Tyson Hill, man, this kid slash grown adult is so <laughs> good. He is so fun to watch. He can literally do everything. 55 yards, throws a touchdown, catches a touchdown. Like, he literally does everything for this team. And when he's clicking, so is this team. He led the team in rushing, and he's technically a tight end. Yeah. Like, like what? how do you stop something like that? And why don't you give him the ball more, in my opinion? I'd be use, utilizing him so much in the game if I was a coach because he's, getting, he's so explosive in every way. Matchups in his favor everywhere. Yeah. And he's so big, too. Like, guy's a monster, and he can play everywhere. Uh, Chris Olave had a touchdown, but honestly, this was more of a – I, I know there's – Five touchdowns altogether, but this is, was definitely a defensive game. Because if you look at these stats, it's not a very explosive offensive stat game. The three interceptions, like you said, for Bagant was big. I'm pretty sure that's what led to sh- the touchdowns for and not having so many yards on the yeah. offensive side. Because they only put up 300 total yards. Which isn't a lot. So. Yeah, the Bears had five turnovers total. Yeah. To be in that yeah. game still is just dumb. <laughs> yeah, you, that should never happen. No. If you're <laughs> that high and you're having five turnovers and you're only a one possession game away, you got to look at that different. Like, something needs to change on the same side. To figure out what's going on. But yeah. they shut shut down DJ Moore. He only had 44 yards, and that's usually their big target. So that was huge, I think. In the win, it is shutting down him because he is so explosive that he can easily win a game by himself. He's shown it a couple times this year that he can – Put up big numbers. And that Taysom Hill, he actually, they had to create like a, a, his own category for him in like fantasy stuff because picking him as a tight end is unfair. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I think he's, he does uh, everything. Yeah, I can't remember how they did it, but for a while there, he was listed as something else, and then they put him as tight end and quarterback and running back, like mixture. Kind of weird, but it's just funny. And was he was it like utility? That. Maybe. Well, um, I think because people were picking him. Where was it? I think it was because they were picking him as a tight end. Because that's what he was listed at, and then they had labeled yeah. him as a running back, also. No, 
which was weird. It was in the Daily Fantasy a couple years ago when they had switched it. And if you look in there, like, he's still listed that way. And he's, like, the only player that is. Uh, Cordero Patterson, I think it was, was that way for a little bit, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back when he was running back. Yeah. I don't know if he still is. I think he's mainly a returner now, if he even plays. He doesn't play very much on offense anymore. And if he does, he does clearly doesn't do enough to make it <laughs> well-known. Um, That's all I got. Okay, so yeah, we'll move on. Uh, we got the next game is going to be the Rams and Packers. And this one, <laughs> the Rams are looking pretty rough right now. It seems like every time a team plays the Cowboys, they play badly afterwards. Did they even show up to play? No, I don't think so. <laughs> like, did they just decide they didn't want to play in Lambo or? Yeah, when I was looking at this, I, you know, I didn't really care who the quarterback was going to be just because of the receiving core that they have. I was like, you yeah. literally just have to throw it to one of them, and they've been catching it and making big plays all season. Just do that. Apparently, he can't. Um, no. This, I didn't expect this at all. I'm kind of low on words, even how much I, I'm shocked by it. I thought, <laughs> I mean, I consider yeah, the Rams I, one of the better teams in the league, and losing like this is tough. Yeah, I don't get it at all. They have a good line. They have weapons literally everywhere. And I'm just shocked. Like, I literally have, like you said, I'm having troubles saying something about this game. Positive for the Rams, but you can't. Uh, the bright spot for the Packers is Aaron Jones looks healthy again, which is going to be big for the Packers, 73 yards touchdown, caught a couple, and yeah, looked good. Musgrave got a touchdown. Other than that, there, <laughs> nothing really else happened during this game. It was, I don't understand it. Um, but they did sign Carson Wentz. Yeah, I was going to bring so him. So maybe. <laughs> Maybe that'll help while Stafford is injured. I was expecting the Rams to win either way. Like you said, they just have so much weapons everywhere. And this Packers team is not very good. So I was not expecting this. Yeah. It was a shock. Um, I think I had thought some places Stafford should be back soon. Um, but I think... I'm not a huge fan of Carson Wentz. Um, he's got an arm. He can make throws. If you know, he can settle down into a game. He sometimes gets riled up and he can't get his head into the game. But out of all the locations, uh, I think the Rams does actually make some sense for him there. Um, I think there was some rumor back not too long ago that the Chiefs had interest and they were the other team that I could see him working well in. Um, he is injury prone and 
I think a lot of the offensive line issues for Stafford getting hit a lot is because Stafford holds on to the ball forever. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of self-caused. Uh, where, right. Well, unfortunately, Wentz does that too. <laughs> but maybe since he knows he's going to be injury you know, prone, maybe he'll get rid of the ball quicker if he has to play. But I, I think, you know, How the team is built works for Wentz. So I don't think that's a bad pickup. I think it'll yeah. be good. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, I agree. I think, no, I'm not either. I get that he's a hometown guy, people want to say, but with the offense that he has built around, that he would ha- will have built around it, I think he could succeed in this offense. Just because, like you said, he can throw dimes when he has the time. And the big thing is, is he going to actually release when he's supposed to? And because, like you said, he likes to hold on to the ball. He likes to try to make things that aren't there. But it's going to be interesting because he actually has a lot of talent on this team, more than he's ever had. So Hopefully he won't have to hold on to the ball and he can get rid of it if he has to play. I mean, my first choice is definitely yeah. Stafford, um, but I, I would assume that the, oh. the team saw the same thing that everybody else did and, and realized that they need somebody else as a backup. I was not impressed at all. Yeah. No, me neither. I'm lost of words on what's <laughs> been happening to this offense. Those first few weeks were just ridiculous. They were just putting up numbers left and right, and now it's like, a whole new team playing. And <laughs> to lose to the Packers. The uh, Packers just got rid of one of their corners at the end of you know, the trade deadline. Thought they would have been worse. Apparently not. But made them better. Yeah. Especially one of their better ones. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. So we'll move on then. we got the next game. It's going to be the Commanders and the Patriots. And... I honestly I don't have a whole lot on this game. I just it went how I expected it to. Um, the the quarterback for the Commanders, uh, Sam Howell, he's kind of an interesting player. And are his stats just volume stats because he throws so much, or is he actually a somewhat decent quarterback? <laughs> like I can't tell, and I'm still not sure on him how I feel. Uh, it was nice. I think he's going to be good. Do you? Yeah. I mean, I can see it, but I go back and forth every time I watch him. And he makes some plays, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't good. But then other times, <laughs> he'll make a play, and, and you'll you just be in amazement of it because it was a really good play. And I'm just – I'm not sure on him yet. And he's kind of fun to watch. But it was nice to see the, the running game get going for the commanders. I, I think that – is going to be important for his success, um, for Howell's success. And Robinson is always fun to cheer for. Uh, they got the commanders have a lot of weapons, and it's not a terrible team. I think uh, record-wise, they probably could be a little bit better than what they are. They just had some bad luck in some games. 
And the Patriots, on the other hand, they are not very fun to watch, um, especially they lost uh, the receiver, was it last week? With an ACL injury, I think it was. Yeah. The, the team is hurting. Um, the, my only enjoyment is Zeke, and he hasn't even been doing very well on the Patriots. So, tough team to, to watch. Yeah. Uh, for a coach Belichick coach team, I agree. It's really weird seeing a team play the way they play under him. And I'm honestly shocked that they have not moved on from Mac Jones. He is not the quarterback they need. I think they need to go in a different direction, in my opinion. Stevenson is really fun to watch. He had a really long 64-yard run. Other than that, he really didn't do anything. He get a touchdown, but his biggest play was that. That took up three quarters of his running. So, that, other than that, he had eight, eight rushes for only, like, 23 yards. So, not very good as an average, and you don't want that. Hunter, I like him, Hunter Henry. I wish he would get more involved. Juju Smith, he finally decided to play football, it looks like. Totally forgot he was even playing for a while. My son also, I we do this random game where he tells me to think of a person and I give him, he asked me questions about it and I brought up Juju Smith-Schuster and he's like, he's playing? I'm like, yeah, he still plays. <laughs> like, you picked him up on fantasy. So it was just good to see because this just happened while we were in Florida. And we've been playing that game on and off. And I brought up Juju. And it's good to see him actually catching the ball again and putting some yards in. Yeah, this Washington team, I don't think the record shows how good they actually are. Like you said, they have a lot of talent. They got McLaurin, Dotson, Kringle could be really good. Antonio Gibson does both. Crowder, he pretty much vanished from last year. I don't know what's going on there. And I agree with you. I love watching Robinson. I love seeing him succeed. I just wish I could watch him more just because of the story behind it. And, yeah, that's pretty much what I got. It turned out the way I thought, so. Yeah, the the Commanders team, it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the draft um, with the picks and stuff they got, with the recent trades. Um, It'll be interesting to see what happens. I I think this team is better, like you said, than the record. I think they can compete with most teams out there. Uh, It's just a few bad, bad luck games, and the record is completely different. Yeah, I have one more thing to say, and then I will be okay with move on to the next one. I just want to highlight Juwan Bentley had 13 tackles. Ten of them were solo with two sacks. The next person close to him 
was six solo tackles. So that's a big span and the next for your team in tackle wise. His total was thirteen and the next one under that was eight only. Yeah, you know. So clearly they need more people to start coming together <laughs> and playing some football. Yeah, you know, Someone shouldn't game. lead that big. Man. That's pretty I mean, cool. On the season I you know, he's only got like three or four sacks, so getting two in one game is pretty impressive too for him. Yeah. Well, for that team in general right now. Yeah, I don't have much else on that one. On that one, pretty much how we expected it. Nothing major. Um, so yeah, we'll move on. Then we got the Seahawks Ravens game. I'll let you see what you got for this one. I was I was expecting the Ravens to win this game, but not in this fashion. Lamar Jackson. Is unbelievable. He didn't even do a lot, but he did a lot. He was very consistent, only threw for 187 yards. No touchdowns, but he also ran for 60. <laughs> like, he kept this team going. And it's just insane to see what this guy can do on the field. Gus Edwards, I don't even know who this guy is. And... Like, before this year, of course. And two touchdowns. I think this is, what, five or six games in a row now that he's scored. And Keaton Mitchell, rookie, huge game. 60 yards was his big one. But he still had 78 yards with eight eight carries. So that's still almost a 10-yard average which is what you want out of your running back. First down almost every time. Although Beckham finally found the end zone again. I don't know. This Ravens defense is scary. If they play like this, they might be able to dethrone the Chiefs for the top of that AFC. Yeah, this one, I mean, it was clearly the run game for the Ravens. (laughs) They're... The team is built around the run, though. And Lamar doesn't have to typically throw a whole lot. Um, when, when you get him into a situation where he needs to, that's where some of the issues show. Um, he had a couple really good games this year throwing, too. So I'm, I'm going to be interested to see when, you know, down the road. Typically that gets exposed in the playoffs. Uh, we'll see what happens. But... Uh, they they ran. They did what they wanted. I expected this game to be a really good game, and it wasn't. <laughs> it was completely one-sided. Um, I don't know what happened for the Seahawks. It, it was rough out there for them. That Ravens defense, yeah. though, they're pretty good. They uh, oh. shut down. I mean, Seahawks have a lot of weapons, and they shut them down. JSN led receiving, and that's not very common for that team this year. No, and they only held Walker to 16 yards. Yeah. So they that defense is just 
outstanding right now. And when you when Lamar only has to throw twenty times, that Ravens offense is looking good. Especially if you, so, I mean, that accurate because he was twenty one of twenty six. That right there, you can tell that he wasn't. That's normal for him. Wasn't needing to throw, and when he did, it was a you know high completion throw. Which is yeah, he was playing smart, very smart. Yeah, I don't. When that's happening, that's be scary. (laughs) Yeah, I don't either. I don't have a whole lot on that one, other than you know, I'm excited to see what they can do. Um, I I struggle cheering for Lamar just because I I don't like that style of quarterback play. It is exciting. It works. It's hard to defend. It's just normally they're either really bad at throwing or injury prone when they're a running quarterback. And I'm hoping that he can, you know, maybe he's got his throwing down now and he can, you know, do something in the playoffs. We'll see. It'll be fun to watch over the next few weeks here and see how he does. Yeah. So we'll move on. And next game, we got the. Buccaneers and the Texans. Uh, this game <laughs> was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, CJ Stroud, <laughs> he is real good. <laughs> the, the receiving core for the Texans, uh, they went off. You had three receivers over 100 yards. And getting everybody involved in the touchdowns. And it was it was fun to watch. Uh, the Bucks defense is good. The Bucks team in general is good. I went with the Texans as my prediction, kind of as a joke, just because <laughs> I wanted to continue supporting Stroud. I didn't really expect it this way, uh, but this is fun. I really enjoy this, you know, whole aspect of this where any team, any day, and Texans are a fun team. Yeah, man. You'll never, ever thought I would ever say this before now, but I love watches CJ Stroud, man. (laughs) He is ridiculous the poise this kid has is insane he was dropping dimes like he's been in the NFL for 10 years like some of these throws were just amazing uh absolutely love him I it makes me want to vomit but man is he good uh broke the rookie record for yards in the game, which is ridiculous. What was it before, do you know? Absolutely. I do not, but... I'll look it up. I know it was in the 400s. I just can't remember what number it was, but I think it was probably like 426 or something like that, I thought. Somewhere in there. Uh, Baker Mayfield played well. He had that drive, came up really big, got the touchdown to take the lead, 
he just left a little bit too much time on the clock for CJ Stroud. Uh, Rashad White, very good game. This Otten tight end, he's been balling out all year. Really good. They have so much talent on this team, but they were just outmatched by CJ Stroud. He just went off and like you said, he got everyone involved. Schultz, 130 yards, touchdown. Brown, 153. Bell, 140, I mean, 114. You had Nico Collins at 54 with the touchdown. Like, just spread the ball out like a pro that he is now. And he looked like a veteran out there. And it was really fun to watch. Yeah, so on that. Record-wise, Mark Bulger was second with 453 in 2002. Yep, I remember him. Yeah. That was with the Rams, wasn't it? What's that? With the Rams? Yep, that was the Rams. Yeah. But, yeah, it's fun. I don't know. All I know is I'm pretty sure he just locked up Rookie of the Year. <laughs> right there. You've got to imagine. Just that one game. Yeah, it, like, God. it was insane. It was impressive. I uh, I enjoy it. Hopefully, he can keep coming out and and putting up big games. It's fun to see. We need a 500 yard game next week. Right. He's my fantasy. You know what's funny? <laughs> right. Ah. <laughs> uh, these stats people need to correct themselves because it says he had zero rushes for yeah. ten yards. I was I was wondering about that, but I couldn't find. <laughs> He's got ten yards rushing, zero carries, and zero average on that. But I don't know. I don't know. Pick up a fumble. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I don't think was, so. It was a fun game. I. I picked them kind of jokingly, and it worked out. But I mean, the Buccaneers team—I think they're better than the record states as well. Um, yeah, that's the way it goes. Some seasons and good teams can't put together the wins for whatever reason. Um, starting out, I mean, Mayfield looked like this is where he was supposed to be, and putting up big games. And I mean, still, this isn't a terrible game. Two sixty-five, two touchdowns. No, one of thirty. Yeah, consistent. Led the team down even to win the game. Like that's what you want. Yeah. And oh man, they would have lost this game if their uh, running back—I don't know how to say his name, so I'm not going to try it—for the Texans that kicked like that thirty-three-yard field goal or whatever it was. No, and he, he was their backup. I mean, backup running back, Logan yeah. Bowali. Yeah. Like, who does that? They saw that. There's a uh, 29 yards. I thought it was 33, but there's a thing that was posted saying that he's the first player in many years to kick a field goal that's not a kicker. And I was thinking back because it's been. I don't know, a couple times here in the last like five years where the kicker gets hurt and 
and they have somebody else come in and it's not the punter. And mm-hmm. kick it, but it's been extra points. Not all oh. field goals. Because I was like, I know for okay. sure that there was two in the last five years. Yeah. But they were both extra points when I was looking them up. Okay. But, yeah, interesting to see. You know, some of these players probably kicked in their high school days. and <laughs> Yeah. That's real dip. Yeah. Can't remember yeah. who I was listening to. They're like they're praising CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud, which clearly you have to do after a game like that. But then they're like, "Well, you would have lost that game though if that kicker, I mean, if that running back didn't kick that field goal." <laughs> I was like, "So true." Yeah, if he would have missed it. You would have lost. <laughs> it's a team game. Team wins. Team yep. Oh, it was so funny. It was just. Oh, I, I, yeah, me too. It was just so awesome how he was just like talking him up the whole entire time, and he's like, "But you would have lost." <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was just awesome. Give that running back credit because that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, from somebody that you know doesn't practice kicks probably. Right, and if he does, it has it hasn't been for a very long time. Yeah, I'm sure he gets up there and kicks every once in a while, just as a joke, but. You know, how practice right. in some places, but nothing, you know, serious. And when the pressure's on, different. It's fun. This is the stuff that, you know, I really enjoy throughout the season. That's good. Good stuff to watch. That's uh, all I got for that. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else there either, so we'll move on. We got the Cardinals Browns game. <laughs> uh what's your take on this one? Um I love the Browns defense. Absolutely <laughs> love it. I abs- I don't I'm not even a big Browns fan, but their defense I am a fan of. But I'm pretty sure the Cardinals just gave up on football altogether. <laughs> I don't even know who Clayton Toon is, but they had a total of 58 yards. That's unheard of. Absolutely unheard of. How do you do that? 58 yards. Amari yeah. Cooper. I'm insane. I like Amari Cooper. Put up big numbers. Uh, but this was a defensive game, right? That's all it was. They had seven sacks. Just hands down, probably the best defense in the NFL right now. In my opinion. Of course, everyone's going to say the Ravens and this and that. But in my opinion, I think this is the best defense all around. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, you got to the defense is why the the team wins because their offense isn't very good. So, no, not at all. I don't know if you had more to go. Like, with. Um, no, I don't. There's not really anything else to say other than the defense just dominated and absolutely manhandled the Cardinals, and the Cardinals didn't even play football. When you have 58 yards and that's it. So. Yeah. I, 
I looked at that and I just I can't believe it. Like they traded Josh Dobbs. I mean, the team was you know typically around two to three hundred yards a game. They trade him, and they're at fifty-eight total yards. Like, how is that possible? I feel like if he took the ball and just laid forward each time, he would probably have more than fifty-eight yards in a game. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. They had to have just given up altogether now, and with that trade deadline, get what they could and regroup. Uh, there was something I saw that back and forth on Kyler Murray coming back. Like, yeah, you can't imagine they're even going to put him out there. Like they got some money tied to him. So I don't know. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but the money tied to him. Would you really want to? Put that out there. It's just crazy. You wouldn't want to risk it. I, you would think you wouldn't want to risk it, but do you really want to watch your team put up 58 yards for the rest of the year? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're not going to have to go against quite this good a defense down the road either. So maybe maybe they'll put right. up 100 yards, but <laughs> I just uh-huh. – I, I know you had mentioned it. I just – I can't get over the fact of the 58 yards. We've seen a couple games now this year that were just stupidly low. The Giants had one, I think it was. Yep. Or maybe that was just negative nine pass yards or something like that. I can't remember, but kind of crazy. This whole year has been crazy, man. Like, the whole... Like, I can't remember what I was watching, but they were saying that the AFC, one of those brackets, if the playoffs started right now, every single one in that division would be in the playoffs. No, probably. I think it's the one with the Cleveland, the Ravens. Yeah, let me see here. And I can't remember the last one. Who else is in that one? Browns, Steelers, and Bengals. No. What is it? The Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. Why can I not get a standings? Yeah, everyone in that division would be in. Browns, Bengals, yeah. Yeah, so all of them would make the playoffs right now. That's how dominant that that division is right now. <laughs> Just crazy to me. Yeah, the Bills would be five and four, so they have a game up on because they haven't had their bye week yet. I suppose they're probably bye week this week. Right. Nope, not yet. I think it's like 13 or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's three weeks from now. But, yeah, that so that would put that whole division in. <laughs> it's funny. I don't expect that to happen when it gets there, but... No, but... It'd be funny if it happened. Just crazy. Yeah. But... 
Yeah, I don't have much. I'm ready to go on the next one. On that one, we can go on. We got the Colts Panthers game. So this game, the big thing uh, in my mind is how big a game Young had last week to come in and play this way. It's tough to see. Um, what throws what three interceptions? Two of them. Pick sixes. That yeah, that's rough. And last week he, you know, put on a show and and beat our probably take on who the rookie of the year would be. But, yeah, it's tough. This defense for the Colts is what won this game, in my opinion. And just. Controlled that, getting the takeaways, you know, scoring themselves. It's it's huge when that happens. Yeah, uh, I was not expecting. I expected the Colts win. I just didn't think it was going to be the way they did. I thought Bryce Young was going to show up again and make it a better game. But he definitely showed that he's a rookie, made mistakes where he shouldn't have made them. But the Panthers defense played well. They really didn't put, they didn't let the Colts do really anything. They only had a little over 200 yards together. No, they didn't even make 200 yards yeah, together. Wait, 200 yards. Yeah. So, by two, by two yards, but still. Uh, so their defense, they balled out. They played the way they were supposed to. But those interceptions just were the key. Like you said, this defense is what won the game. And, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. There wasn't much going on in this game because there was not much offense going on. So, yeah, I think if Hitman, I guess, had a big game, eight catches, 64 yards, Taylor didn't even get 50 yards rushing, had touchdown receiving, and that was the only touchdown for them offensively. The rest were field goals, and then the defense touchdowns. Yeah, I think if those interceptions wouldn't have been returned for touchdown, it would have probably been a closer game just because the Colts weren't doing much on offense. The Panthers team was pretty controlling. If you look at the stats, not the scoreboard, and you had to guess who won, I would guess the Panthers, just looking at, you know, team stats. But not the case. And those those turnovers that were returned for touchdowns are that's brutal because you're getting the turnover plus the the score on top of it. It's just hard to come back from when you're making that type of mistake. Yeah, it's and definitely hard to come back by. He'll bounce back. I mean, the team is... Has no chance for the playoffs or anything, but kind of just playing for pride now, I suppose, and and stuff. But they got they have a decent team. They they don't have you know a roster that's gonna compete by any means. But go out there, see what he can do. I'm sure next week he'll bounce back. Uh, can't remember offhand, but I think it was a fairly easy team. Bears, yeah. 
Yeah. So it should bounce back, I would think. Tomorrow night. Is it tomorrow night? Yep. It is. Oh, that's what my son said. Yeah. I'll be at hockey practice for the first start of it. Oh, oh yeah, hockey's back. Yeah, busy time. We got a couple of tournaments coming up, so we're going to be, uh, we got to tra- travel to Duluth. Ooh. Well, Superior, Wisconsin, but same thing. Yeah. Um, so that, that'll be a fun one. We're going to stay the weekend there because we got a tournament there at some point. But... Yeah. Kind of soon enough, they'll be all over the place. Yeah. I didn't expect to go that far this, <laughs> at this age, but. No, me neither. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. But yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I don't have much else for this game. It was kind of, the, the defense was the deciding factor. Yep. I have nothing else to say myself. Okay. So we'll move on. we got the Giants-Raiders game. Uh, this one is, you know, I expected the Raiders to win. I don't think they're a good team. The Giants are just really bad. Daniel Jones came back and now is out for the season, which is unfortunate. Yeah. You don't like to see injuries at all. And so many of them. Um, but it just wasn't meant to be for him this season, apparently. It, that's tough to see. Uh, Saquon, he played good. I don't know why they didn't keep running. Um, he was, you know, pretty consistent. Um, but I assume once they got down so far, they had to switch their game plan up, and that wasn't working either. Um, yeah, I don't have much else on this game. It's nice to see, you know, Josh Jacobs get in there. He didn't have a very good average and, and whatnot, but those touchdowns he does get. What do you get? Yeah. Um, this Raiders defense, I love watching. They have Spillane, led the team again. I love this kid. Freaking love watching him. Uh, Crosby is becoming one of the best defensive players in the league. He's getting up there with Jay, I mean, TJ Watt and Hunter and he had three freaking sacks. Guy's an absolute man child. He is so freaking good. Insane. I, I love this defense. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Pretty much, Jacobs pretty much won this game for the Raiders, in my opinion. He didn't have the great average, but when you're putting it in the end zone, doesn't matter what your average is, I guess. Um, and this defense is just stellar. They played very well. Eight sacks on the night, then interception, and yeah, a very defensive-dominated game. And you'll probably hear me talk about those two players a lot this year, I have a feeling. Yeah, I really enjoy watching uh, Max Crosby play. He's just the whole story behind him and just how good he is. It's fun. Gives me goosebumps just talking about (laughs) how good that guy is. 
he's a monster, that's for sure. Be interesting to see, you know, get a little bit more help for him. Just how much better that front could be too. It they're so good. Yeah. Well, it just sucks that they can't find like an actual good quarterback. Yeah. To help, <laughs> you know. Think if they had a quarterback, so their defense didn't have to dominate as much as they do. <laughs> their record could be so much better if they actually had a quarterback. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because everybody, you know, kept saying Carr was the problem, which, I mean, he's not a great quarterback either, but honestly, you're going <laughs> yeah. from Carr to Garoppolo. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think I'd take Carr. Sideways move. Yeah. I'd, I'd take Carr, I think, but... And that's not saying much. <laughs> no, yeah, they're both awful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Grapple didn't play fairly, but I don't expect much from Connell I'm either. I'm not a big fan of him. Nope. How long has he been in the league, even? Let's see. Two years, isn't it? No, he's a rookie. Oh, Connell. He's a rookie? Okay. I guess I can give him a little bit of leeway. I was thinking this was his second year. My fourth round pick from Purdue. And he yeah. tore it up in Purdue, if I remember correctly. I'll give him a little bit of a break then, but still. Yeah, I'm not. He's got a lot of weapons. He has weapons <laughs> all over the place, man. Like, he, I don't care what anyone says. Devontae Adams is one still a top wide receiver in the league. Yes. And if you can't give him the ball, there's something wrong with you. I don't care what you, anyone says. That guy can make plays with anyone. And if you can't give him the ball, it's just insane to me. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Like you said, they got weapons everywhere. Just looking at this list of receiving core. They should be putting up, you know, three to four hundred yards easy. It's yeah, kind of shocking that they don't. But again, yeah. the rookie, nothing consistent, I'm sure, in practice because of their head coach that they had. So, who knows? What Give it a few weeks, maybe it'll be. Speaking of coaches, what a big game to come to for Antonio Pierce, huh? You could see how because he was a defensive player against his own te- former team here. Yeah. Because he was a linebacker for the Giants, and how good does that feel coming in against your old team, first time as a head coach, and putting absolute whooping on them, and it was defensively gr- driven, and you could see that, which is what you need in games is a defense that. Is going to dominate, especially if you know you're not going to get a lot of offense. So, it's a good tone setter for the start here, and you know, winning, you know, the locker room over in your favor and stuff. It's always good. Um, this probably couldn't have been a better first game. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I I hope it goes well for him. I you know, 
not really a Raiders fan. I enjoy the, you know, watching the everybody dress up and the love that they have for their team. I enjoy that. And yeah. there's a lot of that out there. A lot of the, the fans just absolutely love this team, no matter what. And rightfully so. They have a lot of talent. They should be contenders. It'd be interesting to see what happens throughout the rest of the season. Uh, I, I don't know if you'd want to, you know, stick with O'Connell here, see if he can hold it on. I'm not even sure what Grapple's injury is anymore. Seems like he's been out and back and out and back. Um, he was like the ribs or something. Yeah, ribs, ribs are back, one of the two. But, uh, either way, I'm not a big fan of him. I think if I was given the choice, I would stick with O'Connell. We'll see what he does throughout the season and go from there. But I don't know a whole lot about this kid. Uh, I Honestly, I thought he was a second-year player. I didn't, for whatever reason. <laughs> didn't think he was in the draft this year. So, but Good to see. You know. The last thing I have to say, yeah, absolutely. Uh well, last thing I have to say is, did you see that catch by Trey Tucker? <laughs> did. That was ridiculous. Oh, that was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't get used much. So, be interesting no, to see. Like I said, they got they got a lot of weapons. It's. I'm not a huge fan of. Um, it was Josh McDaniels, wasn't it? Yeah, he's on the. The uh, Broncos, right? Years ago. Yeah. 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 It's it's funny because the same thing. Like, just a terrible head coach. Awful. You can't imagine he gets another chance, but he's successful as a you know coordinator. But we'll see. But yeah, I don't have much else on that one. Uh, we'll see how they do going through the rest of the season, though. It'll be interesting. You always got to cheer for the coaches when they come in mid-season like that and, and get put into an unfortunate situation because they're joining it knowing it's a bad situation. All right, so moving on then. So we got the next game going to be the Eagles-Cowboys game. And I guess I'll start this one. Uh, I think offensively the Cowboys um, with Dak, CD, Ferguson, uh, they played really well. Um, the offensive line is not good. It hasn't been good for quite some time. Uh, you had stated earlier in the show, um, getting some numbers from PFF or whatever, offensive line related. I don't know where they get their numbers from or how they get those. Because uh, for whatever reason... The Cowboys' offensive line has been ranked up there as of late, and they're not good. <laughs> it's tough to watch. They get deck is pressured instantly. Uh, this Eagles' front is real good. They're able to get pressure. Um, Defensive-wise, I don't think either defense was really able to slow down the other team's offense much. Uh, they kind of both sides had their way. Uh, overall, 
the Cowboys played very poorly as a team, and the score shouldn't have been as close as it was. Uh, so this loss doesn't really bother me as much as it does other Cowboys fans, according to Twitter. Um, normally, these games, I expect a split. Eagles will win at home. Cowboys will win at home. Kind of what I expect. Um, I will never pick the Eagles to win over the Cowboys, just because it's disgusting. But this, actually, I feel really good about how the team played, with how many mistakes they made, and were in position to win the game at the end. They they can compete with the better teams in the league, and it just makes me feel better about it. Um, in the regular season, let's get this, you know, mistakes, bad play out and be ready for the playoffs. I expect when they play later on in December, the Cowboys will win. It'll be at home. Um, the Eagles offense, I mean, nobody really had a real huge day as far as gameplay. I mean, A.J. Brown had been over 120 yards for how many games? And he only had 66 yards. Swift, you know, under 50 yards. So overall, I think the defense did pretty good. But just couldn't stop him. Get out of drives and stuff. Fun game, though. Yeah, really good game. Uh, I have a different take than you do on this game. Okay. Dak Prescott freaking tore it up, man. Absolutely loved watching him. He outperformed Jalen Hurts in every aspect except rushing. But that's just what you expect. He managed this game so well. And I will be the one to say it. The refs 100% killed so many drives for the Cowboys. The way they were playing, this game was theirs. They got screwed over. I will say it. I will be the one to say it. <laughs> C.D. Lamb cooked the whole freaking defense. Almost 200 yards. Absolutely tore it up. Absolutely loved watching this Cowboys offense. And you know how much that hurts me to say <laughs> But they... They looked good. They should have beat them. They got screwed over. And this Eagles offense really didn't look good. Like you said, everyone got shut down, even though they got touchdowns, compared to what they have been doing. So every aspect of this game, the Cowboys beat the Eagles other than the refs. And I'm going to stick to that. Um, but I will have to say, like you said, they're, the whole line thing, I still think they have a good line, but I don't know who number 78 is. But, man, he got cooked over and over and over again. And that was the only guy I've seen get, like, burnt so bad that it affected the actual gameplay of the offense. I don't know who he is. 
But it was like, don't get me wrong, this uh, Reddick is a stud. <laughs> like, he's a stud. He's good. And so is Graham, but both of those guys just ate him alive. I don't know who he is. I should have looked that up before I brought it up, but he was getting ate up all game. And I think that caused so much pressure to Dak. But, man, he killed it. With how much pressure he got, got sacked five times. Yeah. And, and he still ball. outperformed Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I freaking love it. I loved watching this game. The Eagles should have lost. I think it's absolute nonsense that so many games can get turned over because of the refs loving certain teams. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But it hurts me to say that the the Cowboys look freaking good. They should have beat them. That's all I got. Yeah, I was asked. <laughs> I'll, <it>. say <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it. I was asked at work how I felt because I know I'm a Cowboys fan. Um, guy I work with, he's a Cowboys fan. And, uh, you know, they asked how I felt. I was like, I actually, the loss, you know, I don't like them losing, but I feel much better yes. about the team overall after this game because the Cowboys should have won by probably two touchdowns. But that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, I am not one to blame the refs. It was bad. I'm not either, but it's been bad. Yeah, it was awful. Um, <laughs> my, my two biggest complaints, and I'm, I'm just going to throw them out there. There's a pass interference. Um, Gilmore. There was an uncatchable ball. Yeah. And that extended the Horrible. That shouldn't have been called. And then there was a holding um, call. I can't remember when it was. Somewhere in there, there was a holding call. And the guy, they turned because the ball carrier ran past. And, of course, it's going to look like you're being held because you're turning your head and you're reaching behind you. But that's, like, technical block. In my opinion, shouldn't have been called. And the exact same thing happened on the other side of the field, like, six minutes later that it wasn't called. That didn't lose them the game. They had the chance at the end to win. And that's, you know, it didn't happen. They were the better team. In my opinion, uh, they just didn't get the win, and that, you know, it hurts, but it doesn't matter because they're going to be there anyways. I think at the end of the season, because I do think they're one of the top teams in the league, and I don't think I'm being unreal about that. Um, however, if you look at the team stats, you know, 406 yards, 292 yards. <laughs> Um, yeah, the Cowboys did what they wanted. They just couldn't score, and they've had trouble with the red zone offense. Uh, they did just sign Marquise Bryant to the practice squad. I guess we'll see what happens there. Um, he's kind of a a good target for the big. red zone. Yeah, he's um, so big. I don't like that Schoonmaker. Mm-hmm. Um. His route should have been an extra yard deeper than what it was. 
And he was also being tackled as he was catching it, which shouldn't have happened because he didn't have the ball. But I don't like him. I didn't like that pick. Um, I didn't think we needed him because Jake Ferguson showed last year in my mind that he could be tight end one. Yeah. And I think they wasted a second round pick on him, but they're terrible with second round picks. Look at Jalen Smith. So uh, it is what it is. Um, I'm ready to be done with Michael Gallup as well. <laughs> I was a big fan of him throughout the years. And every time third down and, you know, whatever, he gets a wide open and drops it. It's just frustration after yeah. frustration with him. Um, coming back from the injury last year, I kind of gave it an excuse, like whatever. But now, no, it's still happening. I'm ready to move on. Jalen Tolbert in there, or even Turpin. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, but I yeah, agree, man. I the loss happened. Um, I predicted the cold or the Cowboys to win, of course. I expected the Eagles to win because they were home. Um, but I feel very good about this team. It's kind of nice. A refreshing loss. Yeah, I feel good about the Cowboys as well. So, and don't get your hopes up. I'm not going to become a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Sooner or later, I'll I'll get you a hat and stuff. You, you can wear the, right. the D4K hat. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's like, what is the fork? I'm like, well, it's Dak, and his number is four. And they're like, yep. who's Dak? Like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to leave. Yep, I'm done. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's oh. – it feels good. Oh, it, I feel good for It just – I would have rather have had that win in the column, too, but oh, well. Yeah, going to Philly, you know, you're not going to get it with how the refs have been. Just all year long, like, for every game. It's just been awful. But Yeah, it's, it, it's just been so I don't... Like, looking back, like, we had discussed this a few times now, and looking back, like, I can't remember a really bad year on calls prior to this year. Like, probably the worst one would have been when they had the, like, the part-time refs or whatever because of the strike or whatever it was. That was really bad. Yeah. And what only lasted a few weeks and they got their regular rest back. They paid them. Yeah. But, but they still did better than what these guys are doing. This is, this is so bad. And it's not even games that matter to me. Like I've had a few games where I'm like, eh, that was a questionable call, but the Cowboys are in, <laughs> but I, right. it's not why they lose. Like they don't lose because of the penalties. They lose because they didn't score enough points. <laughs> right. Like, I wow. want 40 to 50 points a game, guys. Come on, do that. Right. Pass it for 500 and 600 yards. Like, that's... Don't even... Don't even have a running back on there. Yeah. You don't need that. <laughs> uh, Anyways, rant over. Yeah. Next uh, game. <laughs> next game. So we've got the bills Bengals. Um, this one, I really enjoy, um, speaking of tight ends that I like, Kincaid. I, I really like him. <laughs> I, he's probably the most complete tight end. And I, 
I couldn't believe that the Bills went for him. But I can see that I think that they're going to have a huge connection there. Uh, you can just see the trust that Josh has for him. And, I mean, Diggs is, is there too. Um, they didn't end up getting the win. The Bengals are playing pretty good right now, and they're fun to watch when they're playing like this. Um, I think biggest issue, Josh Allen, you know, turnovers. He's got an issue with turnovers, and for whatever reason, nobody nobody talks about it. Like, no mainstream media talks about Josh Allen's turnovers. Nope. They're always just like, oh, he's aggressive. Yeah. Okay, but but he does it at bad times. Like, <laughs> he doesn't need to be aggressive on yeah. you know, second and ten while they're, you know, down a touchdown. Like, I don't remember what the when it was that this interception happened, but it's, at some point it's not being aggressive anymore. It's just bad decision-making. Yeah. He's a good quarterback, just sometimes doesn't think about things. Well, especially when he's becoming a veteran now, you know? Yeah. Like, you get that when you're younger, but he's already been in the league five years. Like, it doesn't seem that long, but he has been. <laughs> so you can't keep using that excuse of, oh, he's just forcing, just making, pl- trying to make plays. It's like, no. You got to be smart with it. No, he doesn't need but, to necessarily do that either. Like, he doesn't have to be that aggressive. It's, it's shown that. No, you don't. You got to play smart. Yeah. Play smart, lead your team. Uh, especially when you are one of the better teams in the AFC. Like, you have your four, you know, there's the four that have been always, and for the last few years, it's just been the top four, and you're there, so don't play dumb. Like, play smart, win your games that you need to win, but like (laughs) I was telling you the other day, Joe Burrow is scary when he is healthy. This team is really good when he's healthy. He's They're fun to watch. T. Higgins, I think this is his first game over 100 yards this year, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't think he's been... No he's only got like 320 yards. Yeah. Uh, it was really nice seeing Irv Smith get involved, get a touchdown under his belt since he was a Viking. Uh, Mike Hilton on the defense of the defense of the Bengals. He had 10 tackles and there are also tackles. <laughs> I wonder when the last time that has ever happened. Yeah, especially for a cornerback. Going around helping him. Yeah, 10, 10 tackles. That's insane. All by yourself. Um, but yeah, other than that, like you said, Stefan Diggs, man, how, he's so consistently good, it's just insane. When Josh Allen decides to actually throw him the ball, you know he's coming down with it, (laughs) like, yeah, oh, and Kincaid, 
what a well-rounded tight end, man. Like, absolute, what a pickup. Was not expecting them to go with the tight end. Um, yeah, I like him. Really good. I was shocked that Gabe Davis got completely shut down. Zero catches. Absolutely nothing. They absolutely balls him up. Uh, Dolphin, I mean, the Buffalo Bills picked up Leonard Fournette. I'm kind of curious to see what happens there when he's actually able to play. And I'm really excited to see a healthy Joe Burrow back. I don't like the guy, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, that Kincaid pick, um, they picked him the pick before the Cowboys picked, and I think that's who they probably would have gone with. Yeah. Um, and then I, that's how I think we ended up with Schoonmaker because they panic-picked him in the second round. But I would have been fine with the Kincaid pick just because I thought he was going to be real good. I wasn't sure, but he had what I thought was needed and apparently what a lot of other people did too. <laughs> yeah. He's proven how good he can be. The digs early on in the game, did you see that catch that he probably should have been tackled and made an extra like 12 yards or whatever? Just mm-hmm. the fight he had there for that those yeah. extra yards, it was just ridiculous. And he does that so often. So talented, like so talented. Yeah, it's just you know you you hope that he can keep his you know head on and and stay you know calm and collected on the field instead of sometimes you see him going off and that's not always a good thing to have either because that causes mistakes. But yeah, I expected the Bengals would win. They did. Uh, I think with Joe Burrow healthy. And playing the way he is, that team is scary. I agree. So. Yep. It's exciting to watch. I don't got much to watch. There. Me neither. Good. All right. We'll move on. Then we got the Chargers Jets. Uh, this game, I honestly didn't expect it to be this big of a score difference. Uh, the Jets' defense is real good. Uh, it's just tough to win games without an offense. Uh, you just can't trust this offense right now. And you've seen Aaron Rodgers out throwing a few times and and doing different drills and stuff. So you got to wonder, you know, if they can actually make a push, get some wins, and actually make the playoffs. If he'd come back, and we get to see the Jets that we wanted to see or if they're even going to make it. <laughs> if they do, it's on this defense to do it. So, yeah, this defense is insane, dude. I mean, they held absolutely 100, 150 yards. That doesn't happen very often. They have this team to under 200 yards. Oh, yeah. Hundred and ninety one yards total offense. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that. 
Fumble Blast didn't help <laughs> the Jets either, but no. Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson both had one. Zach Wilson probably had the other one. <laughs> Move him. Who fumbled? He fumbled Maybe. it three times. Lost two of them. Ugh. I yeah, like but, Wilson, but man, that dude is trash, dude. <laughs> Absolute trash. The game started out kind of for for the Jets, anyways. The punt return touchdown right away. Yeah, man. You know how much I love my special teams. Man, I got so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I was all giddy. My excitement was that was special teams for so long, and then they've just basically eliminated that. But every so often, you get a returner that just kind of gets you hyped up. And it's been a while. I mean, you got the Hester's of the old. Um, what is it? Uh, Deontay Hall or? Yeah, Dante Hall. Man, I loved him. God, he was so good. <laughs> so many of them. And then they removed that aspect of the game everywhere and fair catches. And like, why do you fair catch a kickoff? Like, that should be a live ball. Quit. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. It kills the game, man. Absolutely kills it. So that, that was fun to see the country turn touchdown. That was my most exciting part of the game, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Quit getting a couple Literally, when, when your offense literally is under 200 yards and you win 27 to 6, there's something wrong with that whole situation right there. Yeah. But like you said, Jets literally have zero offense right now. They need to figure something out with their quarterback. You can't have. Zach Wilson playing the way he does with the defense so freaking good. Alan Zard had what four drops last night, just absolutely trash. Didn't play well. Garrett Wilson had a that fumble was a big fumble. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's there's really not much to say. Eckler's a freak. I can say that. He's really good. He's the offense on this team. Uh, Keenan Allen broke 10,000 yards. Big playmaker right there. The only person he's behind now is Antonio Gates for the Chargers, which is freaking awesome to see. It's funny that a tight end is the leading receiver for a team, but Antonio Gates was amazing, so it makes sense. Yeah, and always there. So reliable. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, this team had eight sacks, three forced, no, four forced fumbles. They were just everywhere. Uh, but I want to give it up to this Jets defense. They kept fighting, kept fighting, trying to keep their team in. But there's only so much you can do when you're not scoring touchdowns. Uh, these Williams brothers, I think that's an awesome story. Uh, their grandma pretty much raised them for football after their their mother died, and it's pretty cool that they ended up on the same team and succeeding the way they are. Yeah, this Chargers defense, though, man. You got Nick Bo- Joey Bosa, Cleo Mack, and Thule 
I don't know how to say his last name. All with two sacks, two and a half sacks for Bosa. It's hard to win when <laughs> that defense is eating up Zach Wilson that bad. Yeah, I always put the damper on, you know, when when they can get the pressure on, that Chargers front is good. And getting any pressure on, on Wilson is going to be helpful because he makes a lot of mistakes. Again, Aaron Rodgers there, I think it's a different story. The Jets team we wish we could see. Yep. That's all I got. All right, so I guess we'll go to the stars of the week then. Uh, we got yeah. offensive star. Let's see what, how much differ we we here. <laughs> I think we're gonna be pretty similar. I think there's, yeah, I, I think there's only one person you can pick. I have two in my top two, but uh, you gotta go Stroud, man. Yeah, you gotta go Stroud. I had Dak Prescott behind him. Oh. But I have to give it to Stroud, breaking records, leaving his team come back with, what, 48 seconds. Just you can't go with anyone other than that. Yeah. I I got goosebumps because you actually mentioned Dak's name a couple times tonight. I think you're becoming a fan. Like like I'm saying, I have to give credit where credit is due, dude. (laughs) I think he actually. This podcast is making me some weird feelings, and I'm not liking it. <laughs> not liking it. <laughs> I think you've actually mentioned his name a couple times in the offensive star now, so uh, I feel good. I feel like I've won. I can retire. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm uh, done. I'm done. <laughs> and so, yeah, I agree. I mean, there's really only one that you can go with. Uh, just what he did. Uh, it's got to be Stroud. It, that performance was record breaking, clearly. It was it was fun to see. Um Yeah, moving on. So we got the, the defensive star. I don't know. Are we gonna be the same here too? I have my uh, pick. Who's yours? I got more for the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one I mean he won, their, he won the game for him. Yeah. I honestly, when we started and decided that we were going to do offensive and defensive stars, I never expected we would have the same this week. Though, <laughs> this week, there was it's almost two. impossible to pick anybody different just because those two interception returns and touchdowns is what won that game. Stroud playing yep. the way he did won that game. Like, you yeah. take, I don't, there's nobody else you could pick in my opinion. There's a handful of other players that played real well, but it's, these ones are the stars, and it's fun to yep. see. I don't even think there's a discussion. If anyone wants to come with a different person, it's going to be hard to beat, I think. Yeah, I really didn't want to pick the same as Luke, I promise. I did not want to, but I figured, <laughs> looking at this, we probably would have the same. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> I don't know how you can go with anyone else, honestly. I just, uh, yeah. And then one thing I was just going to touch base. Uh, so last week, my offensive team to watch was the Vikings. 
And yeah. I think it ended up working out. I was hoping to see how, you know, Hall would do, but that offense didn't look terrible. Um, I think they got some stuff to work on, clearly. But they got a lot of talent there. The defense uh, was the Eagles, and there wasn't much there. So that was fun. Yeah, I had the Titans offense to see what Levis would have done, and then I had the Vikings defense. So. Yeah, I don't know. Did the Vikings defense, did they have – they had a couple of big plays that had turnover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, two turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things that I figured I'd look and see how they did compared to what I was wanting. It doesn't usually go well for me, but. Good picks. Good picks. Yeah. Fun that way. Um, So I guess we'll go on and we get the predictions for the games. Yeah. So uh, last week we both went nine and five. And your total is 76 and 44, and I'm 72 and 48. Okay, so you were catching up, but just a tad this week. I think last, the week before, I think it was pretty rough for me. <laughs> yeah, that's where I, I got my group up a little bit. Yeah. But alrighty, let's do our picks then. Alright, so Thursday night game tomorrow. Um, so it's going to be the Panthers, Bears. Who do you got? I got the Bears. Okay. I am going the Panthers on this one. I went back and forth on it. I just... Yeah. I think the Panthers, I trust a little bit more, and that's tough to say. <laughs> yeah, this one was a hard one, but I just think the Bears have more talent, which is hard to say, but I think they do. Yeah. I I could see that. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Hopefully it'll be a good game. Yeah. Uh so the next one then we got Colts Patriots. And who do you got there? I got the Colts. Yeah. I think they each have a better team all around. Same here. It's almost uh Easy one there. <laughs> and I yeah. can, if you would have a little bit better offense on that Patriots team, I can see it, but I just can't. It's got to be the Colts. This next one, Browns Ravens. This should be a, an interesting one, I think. Um, what do you, what do you think on this one? I am back and forth. You know how much I love the Browns defense. So, I just don't think they have enough firepower on the offense. So I'm going to have to go with the Ravens. But yeah. I love this Browns defense. Oh, we forgot to do that, too. Thank you. Who'd you got? So I got the Ravens as well. I uh, I think it – I hope it'll be a good game. Um, I My note on this one is I don't trust the Browns offense. And so – Pretty much the same. <laughs> it's, I think yeah. both defenses are going to be good. Um, it's just a matter of can they shut Lamar down for the Browns and can they somehow get some scores, maybe some turnovers. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. 
Uh, next one, we got Packers Steelers. Uh, I have hard I was just gonna say I have the Steelers. Uh, I went back and forth on this one a little bit. I just I don't think the Packers are good enough. I think the Steelers defense should build foot on that offense, and I think the Steelers will take it. Not that that offense is yeah powerful, but. Yeah, I agree. I think Steelers will win because you never know which Packers offense is going to show up. Yep. I think it'll help that Aaron Jones is back and healthy, but you never know what, who's going to show up. And I think the Steelers, Steelers defense will be the outcome to win that game. Yep, I agree. Uh, the next one. So the 49ers and Jags. What do you got on this one? I got the Jaguars. They're coming off a of bye week. I think they'll be refreshed. I think they'll be healthy. I think because Lawrence was hurt, he was hobbled last game with his knee, and I think that he'll come back. This I think they'll be primed and ready to go. I got the Jaguars. I, uh, I got the 49ers here. I think giving them bye week, giving them time to heal, um, they too were injured some. Um, get some, some freak turned around here. They had what three game lo- losing streak. Uh, yeah. The the defense looked pretty rough, and so I can see you know if they are still that way, I can see the Jaguars winning. However, I'm gonna go Forty Niners. I think they're gonna turn it around. They can be the team that we thought they were. Right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we got the next one then. It's going to be the Saints Vikings. And who do you got? I got the Vikings. I'm scared to say it because every time I pick them, I jinx it. (laughs) But with the way their defense is playing, I got them. Yeah. This one I think is going to be one of the better games this week, I hope. Um, I have the Vikings winning. I think the mobile quarterback adds a new element to the Vikings that they haven't had in quite some time. Uh, I think having another week, you know, worth of practice, or a week worth of practice, actually. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it'll help improve, too, the connection that they have, but I don't know. I think it'll be a good game. Next one, then, with the Texans Bengals. Who do you got there? Yeah, I fought and fought and fought with this game. I'm gonna go with the Bengals just because of how healthy Joe Burrow is, and when they're clicking, I think they are a very hard team to beat. Yeah, I agree. Um I have the Bengals as well. I, it hurts me to go against the Texans. They've, they've been such a supporter yeah. for a few weeks here, but I can't this week. <laughs> my uh, my prediction <laughs> yeah. scores count on this one, so I need this win. Let's go Bengals. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if, if you know Stroud plays like he did last week. Maybe it'll be a good game, but I think the Bengals team all around is better. Yeah. 
Uh, next one. Just think about that defense no for the Texans in a couple of years ago, man. Yeah, it'll be fun. Oh. It will be. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> next one, we got the Titans Bucks. So this one, I have the Titans. Um, I'm hoping Levis doesn't force things quite as much as he did last game. And they should take the win, I hope. I got the Bucks this game. Okay. I think they're going to come back after that heartbreaking loss. And I think Mayfield will have a big game, and I think they'll win this one. I think the Bucks are the better team. I just like to see the offensive power that the Titans can possibly do now. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree. Uh, I love the Titans' offense with Levis behind the wheel. This could be a pretty high-scoring game if it plays out. Yeah. I agree. But I could see the Bucks winning, so I can see that. Uh, next one: Lions Chargers. I have the Lions. Yep. Me too. Their defense is so good, man. <laughs> yeah. I think they're so on good. my week too, weren't they, this week? Yep. Yeah, so getting that extra rest. They're going to be firing on all cylinders. You would think so. Next one Falcons Cardinals. Um, I got the Falcons. Um, I'm curious to see if Murray actually plays. That might help, but if Toon is the quarterback, I am going to have to go with them. <laughs> I'm going to have yeah. to go with the Falcons. I feel like at this point, it's hard to go for the Cardinals, so any team against them, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think the Falcons are a decent team, so... Shouldn't have much issue with this one. Yeah. Uh, The next one, then, we got the Giants and the Cowboys. I have the Cowboys, and I don't think it's going to be a good game. (laughs) No. I got the Cowboys by... (laughs) By 81? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I think it'll be a good game for the Cowboys. I just—it's not going to be a competitive game. I don't think. No, not with Tommy DeVito or however you say his name, man. Yeah. I think Parsons is going to eat a full meal that night on him. The, the Raiders had all those sacks. Let's just wait. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got the next one. Then it's going to be Commanders and Seahawks. What do you? This one was rough, dude. <laughs> this one was rough. Yeah. You never know which team's going to show up for either of these teams. Yep. Like like you were saying, commanders have so much offensive power, but they got rid of all their defense. <laughs> Seahawks, they have a lot of power, but they got completely shut down. So, like, which team is going to show up? Um the Seahawks defense is better, so that was my deciding factor. I got the Sea Chickens. 
Yeah, I have the Seahawks as well. And mine is mainly because I trust Geno a little bit more than I trust Howell. Not much more this season, but slightly more. I was I was pretty high on Geno going into the year, and he's been pretty disappointing to be honest. But yeah, I could see this game going either way. Honestly, I this one's kind of a toss up. I don't know, but I'm gonna go Seahawks as well. Next one, we got the Jets Raiders. I have the Jets on this one. However, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> yeah, that's who I have. Do you? <laughs> yep, I think their defense is going to eat up O'Connell. And see, that must have been my only scared. only thought as well is that the defense is going to stop this Raiders offense in their tracks and probably score some points. But I don't know. Looking at this, I might regret that pick, but at least you have it too, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Well, it sucks because the Raiders defense is really good. Well, have has been playing really good too. So Yeah. Especially with Antonio. Oh, man. I, I have him. I'm going to regret saying the Jets too, but that's who I said, and that's what I'm going to stick with. Yeah, I'll have to check because I'm pretty sure on my ESPN picket, I'm pretty sure I picked the Raiders. I'm pretty sure I did too. When I was looking at this, I was like, why does it say Jets? I guess that's what I'm picking. (laughs) 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 Anyways, I guess we'll go on to the next one here. Um, Broncos Bills. Um, I have the Bills. Yeah. Yep. And score. What's your score? I have 35 to 10. I love you, dude. Is that what you have? I have 35 to 14. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've known each other for some time. (laughs) Yeah. That's too good. (laughs) Alrighty. So, since we forgot to do it up in the earlier part, who is your defense to watch this week? Uh, mine's the Titans, actually. Ooh. Mine is the Jaguars. Coming fresh yeah. off. And what they're going to... Are they going to be able to slow down CMC? That's going to be the thing I think is going to be huge on that. Yeah. Uh, offense, I got the Vikings. Oh, I have the Vikings as well. Okay, yeah, I just, like you said, full week for Dobbs and to see how that works for him is, I think it's going to be big. Uh, yeah, two weeks in a row for me picking the Vikings offense to watch. Uh, last week it was because I was excited to see Hall. Now I'm excited to see Dobbs. Yep. After I was excited to see Hall. So and he looked good for the part that he did play. So he did. I just unfortunate he uh, learned a lesson. Hopefully, you gotta be careful with that. Yeah, slide. Just slide. 
Yeah. Alrighty, and that is all. Do you all have right. any other comments? Um, I don't. We pretty much touched base on the thing that's bothered me the most, which is the penalties. I saved up yeah. and I wasn't going to mention it, but you brought it out. I didn't. I had to. <laughs> I had to be. I had to. So, alrighty. Uh, this covers our recap and uh, predictions for week 10. Uh, thank you for listening. We have the podcast on Apple, Google, Podbean, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, leave a review. Uh, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, thanks for listening. And if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to the episode comments or our social media. And if you like the pod, uh, leave a rating on Apple or just leave us comments. It helps us out. Yes. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you.